little bit, we'll introduce some guidelines, some general guidelines for the dialogue practice that will begin this afternoon. But before we do that, we wanted to open a space. Um, We've used the word curiosity a good bit. And we've also noted that the retreat will unfold uh, with your help, your your guidance. Uh, There are, as Pam and I noted last night, uh, there are about a million different ways this retreat could go. What we could investigate and uh, inquire into together. So, I guess our curiosity is, what is your curiosity? What arises for you in your silent practice that you're curious about? What arises in your um, contemplations? What arises maybe uh, touched by experience in the dining hall or an experience uh, here or maybe something we've said. What wants investigation? What do you wonder about? Maybe we'll, uh, there may be questions that we might respond to and offer a bit of clarification. And there may be curiosities that simply uh, rest in our awareness uh, and somehow become enfolded in our practice over the course of these next few days. So here's a bit of space for you to speak to what puzzles you, what are you curious about, what are you noticing? It doesn't even have to be a puzzlement.
That's not unique to me. <laughs> Us being humans. <laughs>
I think both of us last night were talking about not just shakiness, but pushing back. Just really, really how challenging it sometimes can be to be intimate with our own experience, um, much less someone else's experience. I had a talk about the sleepiness of one time I was on a retreat and was sitting uh, and just could not stay awake. I, you know, I'd sit on my cushion, my butt would hit the cushion, and I'd just be struggling, struggling. And I finally decided that, okay, this is it. At the end of this, I'm going to skip the next period. I'm going to go take a nap. And the bell rang, and I was just as perky as could be. <laughs> And then I came back to sit again, and the moment my butt hit the cushion, I fell asleep again. <laughs> but I think there's something going on here. <laughs> you know, that there was clearly something that was wanting to surface that I didn't want any part of. So the difference there is that when the bell rang, you know, that sluggishness vanished miraculously, and then as soon as I was back, it, it uh, came back, back on the cushion. You can kind of experiment, and, you know, and then sometimes sleepiness is just simply exhaustion. I just was going to mention that, you know, when the body pain gets really intense, sometimes what's really helpful is to have a hot bath and take two ibuprofen and go to bed. <laughs> and there's a jacuzzi here. And so, you know, after the evening meditation, if you wanted to sit in the hot tub and soak, I mean, check it out, because I remember I was here before, once before, and you went, it's not so clean. But, you know, have a look in the daytime when you can see and see if it looks possible. Because I know for myself that after a certain capacity, I just need to take edges off and resource and then try again the next day.
I dealt with the physical pain as well this retreat. And for me, my normal way, of, my posture, then typically sit in, I'm unable to sit in for extended periods of time because of the shoulder and back injury. So I'm trying to find a way to sit that it's not screaming at me. I have all these different points of injuries. <laughs> so I've just been experimenting, and yeah, it's, it's frustrating, it's challenging. And I find comparing my Melina, I've been concerned about your cushions because if I was sitting on that cushion, I'd be in agony. This pink thing, this is a torture chamber, that one. (laughs) So I'm wondering if it might be better off if you got like three blankets and folded them and used that instead of that. Just to try it. There's no way I could sit on that without being in pain. I'm sure I did. Layers of different heights, different, yeah. The chair might be the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My ankles have increased issues as well as you Right. Know. So. Yeah. There's some benches there. Are there benches around? Have you tried the benches? Mm-hmm. I need that. Okay. So maybe the comparing mind is a bit of a challenge. Huh? Mm-hmm. You know, this sort of sense of how it, how it should be if you were truly practicing. Kind of inquire into that. See what's really needed. But I agree about the big cushion. (laughs) 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 You know, that would be a toughie. I couldn't do it. Yeah, I couldn't either. I'd put it behind the pants. Your nap cushion. That's right. I didn't really. What? We don't have any other of these ones, the flat ones that make more sense. So yeah. this is a make do thing because we didn't have enough. If you want to try mine, I'm happy to try mine. Because I can sit back. Well, you'd lying too on the floor. Mm-hmm. But I could probably lie on that. I would recommend. Sharon, when you talked about the 
how we bring ourselves into a relationship. And I think I've been aware for some time, this like unease of how I bring myself to inside dialogue and just sort of relative ease and freshness and aliveness and presence and then how I bring myself to my problem. And it's kind of funny uneasy feeling there around the difference. And, um, some sorrow about it. Some sort of longing for that freshness. And, uh, I mean, I know there's years worth of habits and <laughs> stuff, yeah. but um, there's still uh, an awareness of the ease of showing up when I don't know someone as well and when it's really focused and you know, coming out of meditation and the discrepancy between that and sort of the um, stuff of life.
When I work with the the resistance that you talk about, which I know rather intimately, I think there are a couple things. One is to really bring that quality of, that's so beautiful, it's very touching, oh my love, I need you here, To, to bring that quality right to the resistance itself. This is, you were guiding us this morning, you know, to... To, to bring the awareness 
just that quality of awareness right there to the resistance. And then the other piece is to, um, as you can, as as you feel moved to, let awareness open to see where the raspberries are. And for Amma, it's rocks, and for me, it's flowers. <laughs> you know, it's like, where, where are the raspberries? Where are the places where it's easy to take it in? And just play with that. Go play. With no agenda, no, no fixing, no... I'd like to talk a little bit generally about the, the dialogue practice that will begin this afternoon. As many of you have touched on, you'll, you know, what we're doing in the dialogue practice is exactly the same thing that we're doing in our sitting practice. It's a meditation practice where we're knowing experience. Meeting it with that quality that Melissa just identified. Melissa? Yeah, Michelle. Michelle. That, that, you know, all my love meeting with that quality of kindness, and then finding words. And the words are never quite right, because that's how language works. It's not just you, and it's not just your experience. It's it's just how language works so that the words are always sort of some approximation of this is what my experience is. And so we find words and we, and we name it. And someone is there with an awareness, spacious awareness, who receives that. So we're meditating in dialogue. We'll notice the places where uh, our habit patterns, we're all noticing, you know, these habit patterns when we're home with our ordinary lives and, you know, where we we, uh, 
just conform to kind of habitual mm, this is how this works <laughs> this is what I say at this point this is how it goes and we'll fall into those places just as we do on our cushion you know? and then we can see it and we um, oh that's the dog has gone off you know eating whatever chasing squirrels or something and it's like you know come back and we can do that in our dialogue practice just as we do that on our cushion we can invite ourselves to come back and sometimes our partner might invite us to come back Sharon I need you here So we'll be, um, there are six guidelines to the practice, six formal guidelines. I'll walk you through them so you don't have to think of them or remember them ever. And, but after a time, you'll, you'll kinda, you will remember them. And the guidelines really are reflections of exactly what we do in our, in our sitting practice. The first one is pause. It's not about going slow. It's not about being polite. It's not about taking turns, although all of those things happen. Um, any, any more than mindfulness on the cushion is about sitting well, although that also happens. It's, there, there's this pause to no experience. You saw um, both Emma and myself last night as we were speaking. You know, there would be, at times there would be a pause. It's like, what is my experience here? And we'll find that as we go along that the experience can change before we even have a chance to speak it. It's like, oh, it was over here, but now it's over here, so I'll speak over here. So the pause is about simply knowing what is my experience about this. And the relax, the same thing that we've been doing on our cushions. There have been so many um, meditations, guided meditations around just accepting, loving, kindness. We allow the experience to be what it is. You know, those moments where we have ideas about what it's supposed to be or maybe some sense of what's politically correct or dharmically correct. You know, what's my experience supposed to be? And we relax and allow it to be what it is. We can especially have opinions about what our partner's experience is supposed to be. I'm pretty good at that one with my husband. (laughs) My life would be, actually, this dialogue would be going better if you were doing this differently. (laughs) Sort of thing where my life would be better if you put your socks in this, you know, properly in the drawer or something, you know. But we find that same thing happening in the dialogue practice. Where, you know, to relax with our own experience and then to relax and allow our partner's experience to be different than ours, to be, if you will, wrong. Um, To be just foreign, you know. We're we're all different. We have different life experiences. We have different sexual orientations. We have different cultural experiences, different racial histories, you know, we're all so different. We look sort of similar. We all have vaginas. You know. 
And noses. And noses. That <laughs> <laughs> <Me> too. <laughs> but we're, but, you know, and so it, fundamentally we're all exactly the same. And yet our experience and where we are inquiring you know, you were speaking of, you know, the pain. Oh, here's what I'm inquiring into now. Other people are inquiring into that this week. So that, you know, our experiences are also different. So to relax and allow those experiences to be what they are. That was the thing, you know, last night I was mentioning that, you know, person nobody wanted to practice with, that there was a sense that... Um, he was doing it wrong. And so I was like, I want to do this right. And I want to have a good, you know, it's like sitting on your cushion and I want to have a good sit. So I want that noise outside to stop. Or, you know, I want that mosquito to stop buzzing. You know, so so there's <coughs> there was, there had developed in the group a sense that he was doing it wrong. And therefore, there was of no value to me to be there. It turned out that it was a colossal value for me to be with him because I was able, in relaxing and allowing, to see the experience of resting in love that was independent of conditions. It had nothing to do with with the specifics of what was or wasn't happening. So relax, allow. The open is opening to all of our own experience, including that grumbly little guy that we like not to notice, and opening outward to uh, our partners, both giving and receiving. Trusting emergence, allowing whatever wants to unfold, to unfold. Last night, in, um, as we were uh, dialoguing, I almost said something. I have no idea. I can't remember what it was. I almost said something. And I had a little kind of spurt of, oh, I want to respond to that. I know, you know, I, I, know, I know just what I want to say about that. And then she kind of continued on. And it, it, it wasn't what needed to be said at, the, at that point. It changed. The change. And so the trusting emergence is allowing it to change and letting go. You know, it's sort of releasing that place where when when I'm talking to my husband or whatever, or the person on the other line of the technical support line, where I know what has to happen and when it has to happen and how it has to happen. And then what's scheduled, you know? So so it's like releasing that, really kind of, you know, being in the present moment and learning that we can trust emergence. And that's the basis of that cultivation of faith. We, we learn that we can trust the unfolding and simply be present with the unfolding. And it, it opens in the most amazing ways that I never in a million years could have dreamt up. I couldn't have thought of that as a possible option. So trusting emergence. And then listening deeply, listening deeply to our own experience, and listening deeply to our partners. 
releasing um, uh, well there are lots of things to release on listen deeply um, I imagine that we're all pretty good helpers you know we know how to fix things and help so we release, we're just listening we're not like trying to fix we're not offering suggestions or solutions. Actually, if we look deeply under that, um, when it's we're not in the, the raw, you know, I'm not a surgeon. I don't have to like figure out what to do next and tell people. That's not my role at the moment. That we're just listening. That if we find ourselves pushed to fix something or offer advice or suggestions, we might look a little deeper and see what's driving that. Because listening is simply listening. On the other hand, sometimes when we listen, um, we it's it's like you know me on my cushion. It's like oh, this is kind of boring, and we want to fall asleep. You know, we want to fall off the other end, or I don't know where this is going, or it's not really very interesting to me, or what I think you should be talking about is this aspect of what you're saying, not that aspect that you are talking. About. You know, these places. So listen deeply, really listening present listening and then speaking what's true and sometimes what's true is wow it's really hard for me to do this so we'll walk through the guidelines you don't have to remember but just to invite you to have a a sense of um, that this is a, a meditation practice and uh, you don't have to do anything. You know, I'm a therapist. We're good at like doing things, and mothers, and whatever, meditation teachers, or whatever. You know, so we don't have to do anything. We're just in meditation practice. As we contemplate together, some of and um, I think mentioned at the beginning, some of the topics will be somewhat evocative. They will um, touch us in ways that kind of uh, resonate rather deeply. So please know that even though we're in this meditation practice, there's no requirement that you say everything that you know is true. That the invitation is very clear and very strong for you to be in charge of what you feel ready to speak or even where you feel ready to go in your own experience. So to really be attentive to that and respectful of what wants to be spoken and what isn't yet ready to be named or spoken, that's fine. Perfect practice. No problem. What arises in your dialogues is confidential. It's confidential certainly outside of here, where you're not repeating anyone's experience. You might name your own experience, keeping the uh, experience of the other confidential. It's even confidential here in this group, so that if we have a, a, a group sharing 
Um, it, for example, would not be wholesome if you said, I was having a contemplation with Ama, and she said, or her experience was, that's not for me to share. Okay? That what is for me to share is my own experience. So that whatever anyone else experiences or names in a dialogue is, is confidential. From time to time, well, quite frequently actually, uh, I'll ring the bell, um, will ring the bell, and it will interrupt um, at times your dialogue. Often it will actually interrupt your dialogue. And it's a lovely point of sort of seeing what the momentum is. Because sometimes when that bell rings, we find ourselves on a roll. Mm-hmm. You know? and, and we sort of find ourselves not so much in the present as in this place where I have to finish saying this or the likelihood is very strong that I will die. <laughs> <laughs> such a lovely opportunity to see our conditioning and our conditioned responses. What else? Um, once again, Amma and I, you may see Amma and, and me speaking with each other while you're contemplating. Um, <laughs> occasionally we may be laughing. We're not telling jokes in general, although <laughs> that's not our intention to do stand-up comedy. Sometimes we'll say something that's funny, like I'll have an idea and she'll laugh. <laughs> <That's dumb. laughs> but what we're, again, what we're inquiring into is what seems to be needed now. And it may, it sometimes happens that we have a sense of, what we generally do is we'll plan like a segment, like we'll plan a morning or we'll plan an afternoon. And we'll have sort of a sense of how we think the contemplations might unfold around a particular guideline. And that's about as far as we plan ahead. But it sometimes happens that right in the middle of that, we say, you know what, I think there's something else that needs to be done first. And it may occur to us while you're contemplating. And so we'll be working out, okay, now how are we going to do this? So that if you see us speaking, one of two things is happening. Either we're doing that, or we may be actually doing the contemplation together, which is also sometimes what we'll be doing. So just to know, sometimes that can be a little disconcerting when you see the teachers um, speaking. Um, Are they they here? You know, what's going on? Yes. Um, Oh, there was something else important. My short-term memory just failed me again. Um, well, I'll remember it. Is there anything else that you're thinking of? 
The only other thing that I can think of with the confidentiality is what you said was lovely, and I just wanted to extend it one step further, which is is that I don't know how it is for me sometimes when I speak about something in, in a context that's held like that, it feels like what makes it safe to do that is to know that the person I'm speaking with isn't going to come back and ask me questions about it. Later. Later, right? So outside of that space, it's like if I want to bring it up again to her, then that's fine. But if we know that that's as far as it goes, then it creates more sense of safety to feel comfortable to share where otherwise there's consequences to have to feel that we're not really sure what they might be. Yeah. And I just want to mention with the tape recording, you know, anything that's got any kind of personal um, divulgences, I don't know at all what I'm going to be doing with this material yet in terms of tape recording it, but there's nothing that's going to get public. Um, It's not going on the web or anything if there's anything that has any, anything in it that's personal. Yeah. I just thought it might be useful because, I mean, I know Sharon is a brilliant teacher, and just to have some of, like, the clarity of her teachings, it just might be easier to have access to them in the recording. Yeah, the same thing. I yeah. love having your guidance, yeah. your guided meditations taped. So. Um, anything else? I know some of you have done dialogue practice before. Anything on forgetting? that you're thinking I should name? I don't know. The question, which you may not have the answer to, it last night too. Will there be uh, silence sitting time and then practice time each in the morning? Thank you, Susan. Yes. What we'll do is at the beginning, we'll have the same morning set as, as usual. Um, at the beginning of the morning, the afternoon, and the evening, we will continue to have a silent period at the at the beginning of that. Um, we also, what we'll do is uh, we'll start through the guidelines this afternoon. The preliminary theory is it'll take us about two days to do that, and then we'll have a silent, a whole silent period, and then we'll go back into dialogue practice when exactly that silent period will come isn't clear. We'll see how it unfolds. But yes. Anything else that you wonder about? Just check my notes here. That's the other thing. Um, Sometimes in our practice, uh, right in the middle of the practice, things get pretty sticky. Um, Like sometimes someone else will be working with something that is pretty hot for us, or or someone will get, you know, that that will, you know, I'll, I'll get. I actually happened really strongly with me one time, where both of us got into pretty strong reactivity. And instead of dialogue, dialoguing with each other, we were actually <clears throat> fighting with each other. And so, if there are, you know, if there are difficulties that come up in the practice, know that that's not weird or, you know, unique to you. And just ask us for help. Raise your hand and and, and ask for help. 
same thing, you know, same with writing the notes. If there's, you know, something that comes up that you're really puzzled about or not clear, please write us notes. So please let us know. Um, let us know as we're going along. Uh, it is somewhat helpful at the end of the retreat to hear, hear that thing, but sometimes it causes a sorrow to know that, oh, we could have addressed it, you know, so much better right, right then, and I'm sure that you're not the only one. So if there's a problem, if there's a question, and sometimes the question might be just that the contemplation that is offered isn't clear. You know, the bell will ring and you'll look at your partner and you'll go, well, what are you supposed to do? <laughs> and so just raise your hand. Yeah. We'll, 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 I'll, we'll take another shot at it. Okay. So it's noon time and time for our semi-silent meal. <laughs> our challenge side of the Our challenge side of yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's actually such an interesting experience. It is. Yeah. It is, it is. So enjoy. Um, the invitation again is to continue your practice through the mealtime. And we'll meet back here too. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.